Christmas back, 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 back again. Get, get, shady. Nah, scratch that. Miss and Shady, this is her fist and over, 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 aka your musical plug, creator of the energy force. He's back like he never left with another season of the Cha Cha Music Review Podcast. Podcast. What? Yeah, baby. So, Cha Cha Nation, tell somebody to tell anybody to tell everybody that the Cha Cha Music Review Podcast is back. Sounds by bringing the best of African music to your ears. ears, ears. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and members of the Chacha Nation. Welcome to the first episode of the Chacha Album Review Series with your one and only Afistanova, aka your musical plug, creator of the Energy Force. And I'm back like I never left. Today, I'll be talking about one of the major albums that dropped, you know, in the early stage of 2022. But I will not be doing it alone. I have one of my friends in uh, on the podcast for me today. I don't want to say in the house. I don't want to say in the building. That thing sounds like a cliche. You understand? Or let me use the word compound. Nobody uses compound because on Chacha Music Review Podcast, we are all one nation and we are a gang. So I think it's better I say compound. But anyway, let me allow, you know, my friend for today to introduce ourselves. Hey guys, Toby in the compound. I'm the host of My Name is Toby podcast, and I'm here to review horoscopes with Hafistonova on the Chacha Music Review podcast. So you guys should be ready for us because we are not coming to play here. Yes, yes, yes. Like rightly said, we are not coming here to play. We are coming here to do serious business. Now, you've already mentioned that we will be reviewing the album titled Horoscope released by Basket Mouth. Now, I know for some of you, when you hear Basket Mouth, what comes to your mind is comedy, Night of a Thousand Love, Voices in My Head. But for those of you that also don't know, Basket Mouth is also a musician. I mean, he has said it over time that music was his first love. But yes, this is going to be Basket Mouth's second, you know, album. The first one was titled Yabasi, and he released that one sometime last year for the um, comedy series that he did known as uh, Papa Benji. But we are not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about this new album that was released on the 12th of February, 2022. Now, um, before Toby and I go into, you know, what the album is all about and all of that, let me just quickly give you, you know, like a small information about the album. Like I said, the name of the album is Horoscope. It was released on the 12th of February, 2022. The album features superstars, I mean mega superstars, people like Tubaba, Wandiko, Il Blaze, The Caveman, Johnny Drew, Buju, Black Bones, Ricardo Banks, Fowles, Peruzzi, Oxlade, Simi, M.I., Dremo, Magneto, Efia, and Kwambena. Kwambena. Those are the people that featured on the album. And the album was solely produced by Dr. Sites. Toby. What was your first impression when you listened to this album? I was speechless. I didn't have what to say all through until the end. When it ended, I was like, what? It was so short. Like, how come it has ended? That was just it. That was also the first impression I had. I mean, yeah, it had just nine tracks, but each track did not go beyond, you know, two minutes and 50-something seconds. So, you know, but that is it. The first impression of the album was, why, why is it so short? I mean... Is that the whole song? What happened? Did I skip any song or what was the problem? Talking about skipping songs, Toby, tell me, what is your take on the album? Tell me everything about the album from your own perspective. Okay, first of all, what you mentioned about um, the album being so short, 
I think the plus side to that is that it, it gave it replay value. So when you're like, oh, this thing is over, but then you want more, you have to go and play it again and again and over and over again. And before you know it, everything in your head is all the songs in Basket Mouse album. And I think he did a brilliant job with that. And why I was even more um, more surprised was that when Yabas dropped, Yabas was the first album. And we're like, ah, Basket Mouse is toasting. He has album. Okay, let's listen. We're like, oh, not bad. In fact, it was actually good. But now listening to horoscopes, like, wait, what? This is even better. What's happening? I had to go back and listen to Yabas again and then come back and listen to horoscopes. I'm like, nobody ups their games the way Baskemao does his. Like, I don't even know what he did. And I think the album was well thought out. You could tell that... um, Basketball is this person that has very small circle, you know. He doesn't bring too much people. Like, if you notice, um, Dr. Seth was the only one that produced the album. He could have gone to different producers, but he's like, yo, I just want a small group of people to do a very good job. And they they delivered, like, they understood the assignment. The album followed a sequence. I would say it's better than Yabasi in the sense that Yabas had this Igbo feel. He had this, um, because he was doing it for that show, Papa Benji. And Papa Benji is like this local Igbo um, restaurant area that sells pepper soup and stuff. So it has, the album has Igbo feel around it. But horoscopes was everywhere. It just, it was everywhere. You cannot contain it into one thing. You cannot say this album is even an Afrobeat album. And that's one thing I love about Basket Mouth. He's creative. He does not allow his creativity to be, to be boxed in somewhere. And you could see the first song in the album um, introduced us to the album. You know, you're just hearing Johnny Drew that's singing everywhere. And then we just go on a whole journey. And the last song, Assembly of Gods, is like, it, it, it's the perfect welfare, well, welfare song. You know what, then when we were in primary school, that during graduation or Christmas party, your class will come and perform. They do the welcome song. And then after their whole performance, they do the welfare, welfare song and disappear. That was exactly what the album felt like. And I loved it totally. I love how you were able to break down this album, especially, you know, comparing this horoscope with Yabasi. I'm talking about how you were able to notice, you know, the change of sound from that one to this one. The album has an element of jazz. It has an element of Afrobeat. It has an element of high life. It's, it has this, you know, smooth feeling. The baseline of the album is majorly Afro jazz. You know, you could hear a lot of jazz elements and a lot of high life elements. You know, that's why it was hard for you to say you can't, you can't really place this as an Afrobeat album because it doesn't really have every element, you know, of that Afrobeat album. It was just... A kind of song that before you know it, you're already moving your body, grooving to it slowly and slowly and slowly and slowly. And you rightly spoke about the first album and you rightly spoke about, uh, sorry, sorry, the first track and the last track, which is Assembly of God. I'm never going to lie to you. That song is a good song, but I felt like that was not the song that was supposed to contain all of those artists. I mean, you called it the Assemblies of God. And you already had people like Tubaba, people like Wandi Cole, people like Johnny Drew. I mean, no disrespect to every other artist that featured on this album. You know, no disrespect to Ricardo Banks, to Faust, to Peruzzi, to Oxstead, and Simeon of them. But when you're talking about gods, I mean, you're trying to assemble them together on a track. I mean, the people like Tibaba, Baniko, Iblis, those are the gods that are supposed to be on the track, given that yeah. they are the ones that you put on the album. But all that aside, 
I mean, the caveman, Faust, Magneto, Dremo. I mean, I was so impressed with the way Dremo came in on the song. And of course, you already know Magneto now. You know the, you know, you know the doll. But for me, my perfect song, or should I say my favorite song on this album, has to be track five, which features Oxlade and Effia, Money. I mean, man, Oxlade. Oxlade really, really, really eats that song hard. Just like the way he was eating it in his sex tape, he really eat this song hard. <laughs> I didn't want to go there, but man, I mean that that song for me that's my best song on the album. Al- on the album, I'm not even gonna lie. What's your own best song on the album? Before I comment on my best song, I agree with you because, like the Oxlade did amazing on that. Like he bodied the song. I was glad he was not paired with a rapper, so it allowed him to do his magic on the song and own it, and I loved it, you know. But my favorite song on this um, on the album now that is tough because I have lots of favorites, but I have to choose one. Is Seloui with Peruzzi. No. Now that song, that song is cra- that song is crazy. It is. It is. Well, I, I, don't you, don't you, don't you feel like don't you feel like given the beat of that song. I mean, no yeah. dis- again, no disrespect to Peruzi. Peruzi murdered the song totally. But yeah. don't you feel like if he had had a Wanikol on the beat of that song, like a Wanikol, because I listened to the Wanikol track, which is track three, which is titled Listening, and Wanikol, yes, I mean, his King Cole, he will always come through. But I feel yeah. like if you're like giving Wanikol that Peruzi song, that would have just been like a total, like a total murder. Nobody will listen to any other song except from that song that Wanikol sang. Like, I felt like that I, was the kind I, of Wandeko beats. Yeah, I, I agree that Wandeko's song was not the perfect one for him. Like, he would have done better on any other song than this than the one he did, even though he did pretty well. And I agree. I'm now imagining um, Wandeko on Selloe, and yes, he would have murdered it. Again, like you said, no disrespect to Peruzi. Peruzi is a singer, Peruzi is a jam master, and he came through on it also. Exactly. And and his pen game is also fire, you could tell from Seloui. So um, now we've spoken about our favorite songs on the album. Do you have like a song that, you know, did not, compared to every other songs on the album, do you have any song like that? that... Oh, I have to, actually. I have to. First one is Listen by Wandeko, uh, with Wandeko. Okay. I think it didn't it didn't fit. Wandeko would have done any other song than this one. That that that's my honest opinion. That listen didn't just did not enter. Then the second one is Leave Me with Rekado Banks and Files. That song was so unmemorable, very impressionless. Like if there was any song that could be skipped on that album, it was this one. Like every other song was doing their magic, and this one was like um, any regular song that any Nigerian artist would have sang. They did well, yes. Um, and it's—I—I uh, don't—I I don't know if it's the beat that was too ordinary, but I just felt. In fact, it was not until today that I was like, "Oh, I'm recording this podcast to have this song over. Let me go and find out the name of this song." Because others, Love and Life, would be like, "Oh my God, this song." Then Selo will come up. I'm like, "Yeah, Paris wants to kill me." And then Assembly of the Gods, I'm like, you, these guys. I would not even notice when um, Leave Me would come and go because I'm like, you, it's it's very unimpressionless. But it's one of those songs that it will grow on you. Once you keep listening, it will grow on you. But that's the thing. Every other song on the album did not need to grow on me. Just this one. And I don't know why. So 
I I totally agree with you. Like you said, it's not like the song is a bad song. The song is not a bad song, but it's just a song that will take a little bit of time before, you know, it grows on you. You know, that's just one thing. So I mentioned that, um, you know, Money is my favorite track on the album. But one track that every time I listen to that, I mean, like, I mean, that was the track that made me understood how much of a brilliant A and how basket Maltese, and that is the track seven, which is the traveler, the one featuring the cavemen and you know, Kwame Bena, Kwame Bena. I mean, how genius was basket mouth to mix you know that Nigerian eye life that you could get from cavemen and mix it with the original Ghanaian eye life? I mean, that was just at the, the beginning of the song, the journey to Mandela. I said, Hey, now, man. <laughs> If you, are, if you are being honest, Basket Mall really came through on this album. And every artist, I mean, every single artist that featured on the album came through. Look at the track one that had um, Johnny Drew, Simi, and M.I. I mean, we know Johnny Drew is, is on another planet entirely. And give yeah. M.I. a bit like this, M.I. is definitely going to crunch it. But given, you know, the kind of music that Simi has been putting out there of late, and hearing Simi on this, I felt like, wow. Like, is this yeah. Simi? Like, it felt as if I've not had seen me like this in a very, very long time. And that, you know, just took me to another level. All in all, for my own end, this is a very good album coming from uh, Basket Mouth. You guys should try and check it out and make sure you add it to your playlist. So, Toby, if you are going to rate the album over 10, what is going to be your rating? It's going to be 9 over 10. Wow, you're very, you're very generous, so. If I am going to read the album, because, you know, like I rightly said, I mentioned, like, we both talk about the song that Wandy Cole did. I mean, I feel like Wandy Cole could have done more, you know. Yeah. yeah. He could have done more. And from the backstory, from what I heard, you know, I don't know how true this is, This is, but I heard that, you know, Wandy Cole did up to about 10 verses on this song. And this was just the one basket mouth decided to go with, probably because of, you know, the direction it was taking the album, maybe this was the one that best fits, you know, what he wanted on the album. You can never tell. And again, the assemblies of God. In as much as I like the song, I just felt like, number one, having the cavemen, having Faust, having Magneto, having Il Blaze, having Flavor, having Dremo on all our songs at the same time. Uh, and even Basketball, even himself, you know, did the outro. All in all, if I'm to look at some of these things that I felt okay, now nah, I wasn't really, I wasn't really okay with. If I'm going to read the album, I'm going to rate the album, you know, 8 over 10. That is going to be my rating of the album. Toby has given it a 9 over 10 rating. I, I am giving it 8 over 10 rating. So you guys, you know, should check it out and add that to your playlist. And with that, I have come to the end of the Chacha album review series on the Chacha music review podcast. Before I say my goodbyes, Toby, is there anything you would like to say to the audience, to the Chacha gang? I'm going to say definitely check out the album. It's not even try. Like Afisunova said, try and no, don't try. Definitely go and listen to the album and come back. I double dare you to to play the album just once. Like you cannot. You would play it up to five times before you decide, okay, maybe I want to rest more and continue later. So yeah, that's all I have to say. So I come here with another album review series. My name will always remain Afisunova, a.k.a. your musical plug, creator of the energy force remember let the energy be positive keep it 100 peace out uh, yeah.